This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Have you ever heard the term schadenfreude? It's where we take pleasure from someone else's misfortune. I mean, why do we do that? We also love inspirational stories, sure, but there's no denying that when there's a story of something terrible happening to someone, we're also kind of fascinated by that too, aren't we? And while we like to judge people for being fascinated by these stories, we really shouldn't. And why is that? Well, our next guest is going to explain. It's Dr. Dean Burnett, neuroscientist and the author of Emotional Ignorance. Dr. Burnett, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So you're telling us this is a natural thing. We've all we kind of humans have always been like this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and well, uh, since we've been humans, really, you know, two or three million years ago, depends on uh, who you ask. But um, yeah, we're a very, very social species. We are ultra social, um, perhaps the most social species on Earth, despite what you may think when you look at the news or check any website any time ever. We are actually surprisingly <laughs> um, friendly to each other. I think, I think yes, people are mean to each other often, but think about how many humans there are. I mean, we sort of hurt each other vanishingly rarely, whereas most species would um, would be less tolerant of each other. But that comes with, um, you know, it's been, it's been the source of our success, but it comes with some costs too. We're not just social. We are, you know, we have a hierarchy, we have a social status. And where you are in your perceived hierarchy, you know, who looks up to you, who looks down at you, is a big part of your well-being for, for species like ours. Our brain's very sensitive to that. So, Usually, someone's like, uh, got something we want or we feel like they don't deserve, and then they lose it, uh, then that's actually very reassuring for us. Like it's, um, it's a rewarding experience to see that person was technically above me, and now they're not, and I didn't do any, uh, and it's not my fault, and I am going to do anything. I'm just going to enjoy this. And another thing the brain likes is things which benefit us, which require little to no effort. So <laughs> when someone else comes so, a cropper, it's quite So we're uh, not being petty. So we're not being petty. Because that's what we always say, right? Oh, I'm trying not to be petty about it. But we still feel mm. guilty for feeling this way. Well, exactly. These emotions are there. You, know, you can't, um, can't really stop them. Like The emotions the part of your brain is very, very... Um, uh, it's, it's very old compared to the, our ability to think rationally and logically and you know, be objective and noble and stuff. But... Um, it's, also, it's usually a lot faster too because it's such an older system. It's like far more instinctive. We have the emotional reaction first, and then we think about it. Uh, so you, know, you can't really stop yourself from having the reaction, the response. It's how you, um, you know, how how you respond to it you know, logically, or how how you choose to go about it. If you sort of start cackling and rubbing your fingers in glee, then that's, uh, that's kind of petty. I suppose you don't have to do that, but um, it's okay to feel the satisfaction because you know you, you can't really about that really. Okay, and so you're saying this is just a natural thing because we have this we have this idea that, oh, okay, if somebody is higher than us and they suffer a bit of a loss, that makes us feel better about where we are. Yeah, I mean, there's it's certain caveats to that, of course. It's, um, you know, it has to be proportional. So say if you've got a neighbor who's in a slightly nicer house than yours that you'd like, and like, oh, maybe they, they, their dog uh, fouls on your lawn once or twice, and you're like, hey, come on, uh, no, that's annoying. But if then you see them be hit by a car, that's not schadenfreude, that's... Oh my God, that's that's, that's terrible. terrible. That is yeah, terrible. That's a, there's a sense of proportion that's needed, of course. Right. But if someone is, you know, um, say like somebody you know at work who's like got an executive position because you know they lied or cheated, they were up there, and then they get found out, and you know, it all comes crashing down for them. That seems like justice. There's another thing we do as well, like because um, karma. Like we would also call karma. this karma. 
pretty much karma, yeah. Um, I think that comes from another instinctive thing our brains do called the, the just world hypothesis. It's like the most people have this subconscious belief that the world is a fair place. Like, you know, if you do good things, good things will happen to you. If you work hard, you will get your reward. Um, it's probably, you know, some people I say, well, the world doesn't work like that. But we need to believe it does because that's... Otherwise, no one will get out of bed in the morning. You know, if anything's random, why bother? So it's is a self-preservation thing. Are these two things similar then, right? Like we, it is all because we have this innate sense that things should be fair. Yes, absolutely. And um, that's why it's like it has to be proportional because obviously if someone inconveniences you slightly and then gets in a car crash, that's not fair. That's that's totally out, out, of, uh, out of left field. But if someone you, you recognize has obtain things uh, unfairly. Um, humans, humans, the human brain really likes fairness and justice, and um, yeah, that's another thing that Schadenfreude fe- feeds into. Like, yes, justice has happened, also for minimal effort, also in a way that benefits me, um, because now I'm not as, you know, another person not as above me as they were. And, um, yeah, so all these things are, you know, they tick a lot of boxes for the subconscious brain. Right. You talked about something called the just world bias. What is that? Yeah, that's this... Um, uh, this sort of like an underlying belief that most people, not everyone, but most people have that the world is a fair place. Like if I work hard, uh, then I will I will benefit from this because the world is fair. Um, when you see someone violating that, uh, it, or oh, it's anything violating that, it sort of sets up a sense of unease. So, you know, if, um, it's why it's, that's where things like victim blaming come from, as in, well, no, that bad thing happened to this person. Now either you know, the world is an unfair place or, no, they must have done something to deserve it. And that's where these sort of knee-jerk um, assumptions huh. come from. I guess but, uh, what yeah. fascinates me about that then, Dr. Burnett, is that humans seem to have this instinctive feeling of of a of the, how society should be built, right? Before, like, before we even build society, it's in our DNA about what we feel like society mm. should be. Yeah, you know, we want it to be a fair place. But then uh, that comes tricky, especially with massive societies like ours. Like when you just like... 20 or 30 individuals in a tribe, it's a lot easier to keep control of things. Or like, so we know who goes where, who does what, who's done this, that, and the other. So you know, that's the sort of environment we've evolved to be part of. But now we've got like millions of people living together and very complex infrastructures and things like that. And people have different ideas of what is or isn't fair, you know, left wing, right wing, like libertarian, liberal, socialist. These are all different ideas of what counts as fair, what doesn't. And that's when things can go mm. awry because you see someone know of the different uh, political position to you succeeding that strikes you as unfair whereas they think it's totally fair because they're doing what they think right our society should work and um because huh. nobody agrees and then it becomes tricky yes so fairness is also subjective yes no our, our whole understanding of the world is based on uh our, you know, what knowledge we have our individual experiences and our memories and stuff and obviously those are going to be hugely shaped and provided by the life we, we live, the experiences we have, and the people we talk to. So, yeah, it's very much a, you know, you've cobbled all this, this experience together into a view of how the world should work. But what uh, you're but telling me, yeah. but what you're telling me is that I don't necessarily have to feel guilty if I, you know, don't feel terrible for somebody who has something bad happen to them. Um, no, you don't. Well, it, it depends. Did, is this person a bad person? Did they deserve it? Or is it, uh, no, is it, is it proportional? If you, you laugh and it's someone getting, you know, the house got destroyed, because, well, that, you know, I wouldn't do that. That's, yeah, that yeah, because, seems harsh. Yes. Because they have a nicer car than you, then they, yeah, that's, that's probably a little <laughs> bit much. But um, yeah, no, you know, it, it's, it's a human reaction. It is something, and there are cases where it is sort of, you know, it is just, it is fair that someone did something very bad and something bad has happened to them. That is, like, you know, it's almost like a guilt-free pleasure because you know, uh, the right thing has happened and in, in an objective sense, really. Um, not to some degree, but you know, there we go. How long have we had that word, Schadenfreude? Like, how long have that has that word been around? 
Uh, oh, well, well, it's older than me, I'll say that much. But um, I think I'll have to ask the Germans about that because they're the ones who came up but with that's, it. But that's uh, how long yeah. it's been studied, right? Like that we have observed this for. Yeah, I think I think the, the phenomenon probably predates um, the, the word. Um, it's one of those things like now, now we have a word for it. Everyone goes, "Oh, yes, that's what that's what that is." But it's been around longer than the word itself. Um, it probably does go back to you know tribal times when we were aware of who was where. Like you know, if you're thinking primitive humans uh, on the savanna, like you know, Og's got a bigger spear than me, and he doesn't deserve it. I, I made that, but he took it, and then he trips and <laughs> stabs himself with it. Ah, see, that's what happens. <laughs> that's so true. That is so true. This makes so much more sense, and hopefully we can all feel a little bit better. We're allowed to be a little bit petty, it sounds like. Uh, Dr. Oh, Burnett, th- thanks for your time. No problem at all.